Welcome to Orchard UMC's podcast. At Orchard, we endeavor to live into our mission of transforming the world by growing in faith, serving others, and sharing Jesus. Let us pray. Good and gracious God, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. And uh, just a reminder, if you haven't yet had a chance to fill out the friendship pads in your pews, please do that. Well, as you uh, have seen well today, we begin our generosity challenge. And today we begin our generosity challenge with gratitude, because it's really what it's all about. Uh, Throughout the course of these next few weeks, I'll be using a book called The Generosity Challenge that was written by Christine Miller and... Uh, Scott McKenzie. Scott was our generosity uh, coach over uh, last year, and uh, he's just someone I have a lot of respect for, and he wrote in this book, when we practice gratitude, we acknowledge that everything we have is a gift. Think about that for a minute. Everything that we have is a gift, or as scripture puts it, and as we know from God's spell, all good things come from God above. Now who knew that uh, last summer when I was putting together our sermon series and I thought today would be a great day to talk about gratitude, that I would really be feeling grateful. Um, As I shared, I had a detached retina. It was a Wednesday of... um, the week before last, that I decided to go to the doctor and get these floaters checked out and um, learned that I had a detached retina. And I'm not really sure what all happened in that time because it's really quite a flurry. And as they're telling me this and I'm dealing with the fact that I'm getting older and that I can't see and all of these things all at once and calling my husband just even to let him know that I decided to go to the ophthalmologist and said, hey, I, I need you to come and meet me at the retina specialist. Um, I'm just feeling very grateful because I called Linda and she took my class and I called Deanna and she rearranged some appointments that I had and I called a neighbor and she drove Mike to the retina specialist so that we didn't have two cars, one of which couldn't get home. And, um, and then as you all found out, I got cards and prayers and uh, gifts and uh, so much concern and meals and... Um, I was once again reminded of how grateful I am to be your pastor and to be a part of this church who really um, knows what it is to be generous with love, to be generous with self, and I am so grateful to you. You remind me of that promise that all good gifts come from God above because you embody that. You embody God's love for each other and for the world. I mean, all we need to do is is look at this week and, you know, over a hundred people, and that's not even including all of the different people who are making dinner and serving dinner, are going to be involved in South Oakland Shelter, housing them here, hosting them here, making this their home for the week. Your generosity is amazing, and I am so grateful because I know that your generosity also comes from a place of gratitude. And I'm also grateful for the amazing work that God does through doctors, 
You know, the fact that I could go and be diagnosed and have that procedure done all in the same day and the next day return to find that, in fact, my retina had reattached is pretty amazing. And um, I'm thankful to you for the gift of health insurance that enables us to be able to afford to go and have this done, right? And that doesn't put us into debt. I'm grateful for a spouse who dropped everything uh, to come and be with me and then took days off of work, and I'm grateful for his employers for enabling him to do that. I'm grateful for neighbors who sprung into action helping out with kids and Grateful for my parents who took me to the doctor on Monday so Mike could go to work on Monday. And while we sat in the, op in the waiting room, I said to them, I'm pretty sure everyone thinks I'm here with you, not you're here with me. <laughs> <laughs> but who, parents who laughed and were great sports and, uh, and uh, fed me well that night. All of these things are gifts from God, our creator, uh, that are given to us out of love. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? You know, I think that um, gratitude is one of those things that we do sometimes just naturally, right? We are grateful. We express our gratitude. But sometimes we decide to be more intentional. In fact, I think in the month of November, right, we're more intentional about gratitude. In fact, if you're on Facebook, you'll see that people are counting down one day of thanks each day, which is great for November. But the rest of the year... Um, we're grateful too. We just don't always proclaim it. What would it be if we decided as a church that everybody who's on Facebook was going to every day for a year say one thing that they were grateful for? How we might infect other people, right, with gratitude and how they might um, follow our lead. That's something to think about because the thing about gratitude is that while it's... Um, it's what we do. It's what, how we express um, our pleasure and our thanksgiving to God. There are also some amazing and wonderful side effects of gratitude. In fact, um, there was an article in 2014 in Forbes magazine that talks about many of the uh, side effects, I'm going to say, of gratitude. Uh, for example, gratitude opens the door to new relationships. When we are expressing gratitude, when we thank someone, um, they you know, feel drawn to us. Other people feel drawn to us because there's something um, positive about us when we are expressing gratitude, and people are drawn to that. And so it enables us to develop new relationships. Gratitude, um, when we express gratitude, uh, did you know this, that people who express gratitude regularly have fewer aches and pains, and they report feeling better and healthier than people who don't express gratitude. They have a better outlook. Uh, gratitude improves our psychological health. Amy Morin, who wrote the article, says that her research confirms that gratitude effectively increases happiness and reduces depression. When we're focusing on um, what we're grateful for, what we're thankful for, it enables us to feel happier because we're counting our blessings, right? Um, gratitude reduces aggression and increases both sensitivity and empathy. Uh, grateful people sleep better. Think about that for a minute. If before you go to bed, you're expressing your gratitude, you're thanking God, um, even if it's not been such a great day, but you're still thanking God for your blessings, you sleep better. So let's all try that one too and report back. Um, gratitude increases a person's self-esteem 
and reduces resentment toward people who are perceived as having more. I really just want to hold this up like this. Um, and it also increases our mental strength. Studies indicate that people who are grateful respond to trauma and tragedy with greater resilience and strength, recognizing all you have to be thankful for, even during the worst times of your life, fosters resilience. When we think about that, and I think many of us have probably seen that, when we're struggling, when we have health issues, when we have serious um, struggles in our life, uh, traumas, when we're able to, in the midst of it, find out how God is ministering to us, how God is blessing us, so often it's through the other people, we are able to remain more positive and I think heal better. The art article concludes with these words, Developing an attitude of gratitude is one of the simplest ways to improve your satisfaction in life. You know, today's scripture um, was fun. Most of those kids uh, did that this, that, uh, skit this summer in our VBS, our Vacation Bible School. Uh, they were in a drama group that I got to work with, and we had a lot of fun um, with that. And I'm just amazed at how they how easily they can memorize things. Um, I'm not at all jealous of that, but um, I, I, that story is such an interesting story, right? Because it's about these people who have been ostracized uh, by the community because of an illness, something that was beyond their control, but of course at that time it would have been believed that it was within their control. They're ostracized by the community. And along comes Jesus. And Jesus cures them and tells them to go, show themselves to the priest because that's, they needed the priest's, priest's blessing in order to be back into society. And then that one guy, right, the Samaritan, the one that everyone hates because he's a Samaritan, comes back to say thank you. And here's where the words, I think, are powerful because remember Jesus said, we're not ten cleansed. Get up, your faith has made you well. Your faith has healed you. In the message, um, it says, in the, the message translation, it says, your faith has healed and saved you. And the King James Version says, your faith has made you whole. Think about that. What gratitude can do for us. It can heal us. It can save us. I would say it can save us from ourselves because when we are living grateful lives, we are focused on the giver, right? Uh, one from whom all good gifts come. When we are living grateful lives, we put our priorities in order. When we're living grateful lives, we take care of our health. When we're living grateful lives, we use our gifts and, our, and we serve God, we offer back. And when we um, are living grateful lives, we are generous. I'm so grateful to this church because of your generosity. That's clear to me that you're living grateful lives, and your generosity makes so much happen. I'm not sure that we always are able to identify just how powerful it is. I mean, sometimes we have those glimpses. A week like this week, we'll have glimpses of what it is to be the church together and how the generosity of the church um, members make ministry happen. But do you realize what it does for the individuals? Maybe we think about it for ourselves, but for others as well. We've been asking you to share your stories of how this church has um, 
touched you and, and why you're grateful for this church. And we, we videoed a couple here I'd like to share with you. In 2003, when we first moved to the area, we were in search of a women pastor church and uh, lucky enough to find this place. And we came the first time and we were hooked forever because we got our bread the first day from Diane came to our house after and we really enjoyed it and and uh, we kind of went in and out of the church for a little bit just came when we wanted to come but then when my life kind of turned around uh, in 2006 to 2011 the church was always there for me and I remember times when they hosted us here and got someone to adopt our family so my daughters could have a Christmas when we didn't have any money and I was jobless we had times where the men's group provided me tires for my car, which I was sleeping in at the time. And that was a big deal because I would have really had nowhere to go during the months of the winter. I had, uh, was kind of basically homeless away from, away from my family. I mean, all the things that happened. Uh, Reverend Carroll came to my bedside when I was hospitalized for two weeks in 2012. And I found out I was diabetic. She spent four hours with me, which to me was an amazing commitment, uh, given that I was uh, not necessarily as committed back to her as I should have been or to God at the time. But it was a meaningful experience, and at that time I was struggling with alcoholism, and I remember after her seeing me for four hours, I swore to her I would never drink again, and uh, went back out and drank not too long thereafter. The church was there for me then because I joined the choir and I used to come into the choir room to sing for the praise band and I'd be you know, drinking most of the day before I got there and no one ever said a thing. I was never shunned. I was never told I couldn't be part of it. Uh, they didn't seem to mind that I couldn't sing on key, partially because Nick couldn't sing on key either. <laughs> and, um, we had a great time, and I remember John Young standing next to me and just putting his arm around me and hugging me and uh, never made mention of the, the wreck that I was in at the time and uh, just continued to love me as did everybody in the church. And for those things, I'm so, so very grateful to Orchard, and it's now the, the most important thing uh, I do every single Sunday. Uh, I try not to miss anything here. I come here on Wednesday nights. I play in the band. I get to play drums, which has been a great joy in my life. Again, uh, I feel welcome doing that, regardless of the quality of my playing Well, on Halloween 1999, it was a Sunday, and we were singing in the choir, and Bob got very faint. So two of his friends in the choir helped him out, out of the sanctuary, and uh, laid him on a table out here. And EMS came, and he had to go to the hospital. But uh, everyone is so supportive. and. <laughs> And uh, he was uh, he was great because he he would he would wake up and uh, we'd go out to eat because that's what we do on Sunday. <laughs> you know he'd be just as as always and so yeah. but to have the support of the people here at church is just so terrific and we love them and he just loved it here he loved it here and. Um, Allison Gay took a picture of him 
uh, eight years ago out at the pumpkin patch and, I, and it came up yesterday. So I've had 80 people respond to that picture again this year. I mean, every time it comes up, everyone just responds. I mean, it's wonderful. They miss him, they miss his hugs. They say how wonderful he was and it's great. And we love this church. When I uh, think about those videos, I know this isn't gonna sound weird, but I actually think about baptism because it is at our baptism that we receive that identity when it's publicly proclaimed that we are children of God, that we are God's beloved. And uh, we often think about our vows that we make to the children, right? And we're going to show them Jesus. But the reality is there's no um, ex expiration date on those vows. We make them to one another um, for life. Now, Bob and Barb and Robbie weren't all baptized in our church. But when we make baptismal vows, we make them on behalf of the large church, the church uh, universal. And the ways that we continue to show love through gratitude and generosity exposes people to Christ and gives them a firsthand experience of that. And that's what has happened for Rob, for Barb, and happened for Bob. And it happens for all of us. Those vows that we make, part of them are to support the church, and part of them are to experience love to express love, to express Jesus. And so I think it's appropriate for us as we begin this generosity challenge to first and foremost remember our baptism. Remember that we are God's beloved and remember that God calls us to give, to serve, to love like he did. And so in just a few minutes, I'm going to invite you to come forward. But because I want you to enter this time and, uh, as a time of gratitude, um, at the ends of your pews, you'll find there a basket that have pens, hopefully they work, and uh, blue pieces of paper. And I want to encourage you to take some time and write down some of those things that you're grateful for. You're, um, do some gratitude journaling there. What are you thankful for? And then as you feel led, you're invited to come forward to place your gratitude card in the um, basket and um, we have baptism remembrances here our generosity team will be helping you to remember your baptism and they're going to be giving you a rock to remind you of the ripple effects to, that you can carry around this uh, next few weeks this month to remind you the ripple effects of your generosity all rooted in gratitude so I hope you'll carry it with you but now I invite you into this time of reflection and remembrance. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you have been enriched by the word proclaimed. We'd love to hear from you. Drop us a line at ministry at orchardumc.org. You can find out more about Orchard by going to our website at www.orchardumc.org. Dot org.